Good afternoon and welcome to the Marcus Today end of day report. My name is Henry Jennings. It is Friday the 14th of April in this shortened week and as usual with all the information contained in this podcast it is general advice only so please do your own research, contact your own financial advisor regarding any of the thoughts, ideas or insights in this podcast. All right, well, let's kick things off, as always, with the scores on the doors. And for the day, the ASX 200 closed up 37.5 points, or 0.51%, 7,361.6. Let's not forget the 0.6. We opened at 73.24.3. We had a high of 73.63.5. So only a couple of points below today's high, so a pretty... Impressive performance, 73.13.7 was the low for the day. And after a little bit of a disappointing start in the negative following the Dow Jones rising last night, the market gathered itself and decided it really wanted to go up. The path of least resistance was up. Resources and banks once again coordinating to push the market that half a percent higher today and around 2% higher for the week. So it's been a good year for the roses, as Elvis would say. If we look at the sectors and stocks today, resources doing well today. Lithium bouncing back. Pilbara up 5%. AKE, Alchem up 5.4%. IGO up 5.3%. Even Linus managed a 3% gain today. Mineral resources up one4 The only area in the resources that really didn't do too well was the iron ore stocks, BHP up 0.1, Rio up James Bond, 007, 0.07%, and Fortescue up 1.3%, the best of the bunch there. But of course, Cyclone Isla is heading for Pilbara. So uh, that may be the reason why we're seeing a little bit of uh, reticence for BHP and Rio at the moment. Looking at uh, the gold sector was a very good sector today as well. Northern Star up 4.4%, Newcrest up 1.9%, Bellevue Gold going into the index next week and the ASX 200 placing Oz Minerals up 1.7%, Gold Road up 2.2%, so a good day all round for gold stocks. Not a bad day for oil and gas, well at least Woodside and Santos both up around 0.8%, but Karoon fell 5.4% today on maintenance being pushed out again for their bound-up production in Brazil. just happens to coincide with a new temporary tax that the Brazilian government has placed on oil companies on their revenue. So, no revenue, no tax. Good time to do the maintenance, I would say. In the banking sector today, we did see a good day all round in the bank. CBA up 0.9, NABs up 1.2, Westpac up 0.7, ANZ up 0.9, the big bank basket up 0.9 of a percent, to $173.80. Macquarie lagging a little bit up 0.7. Financials generally not too bad. ASX up 0.8. But we did see Magellan continue to struggle, to say the least, down 2.7% there. So not a good day for them. Industrials pretty positive in general. Telstra's up a half a percent. Woolies up 1%. Coles up 0.2%. So we did see a little bit of buying back in those staples which suffered yesterday. Corporate travel kicked on 2.1% higher after that announcement yesterday with the UK government deal. And we did see AGL up 1.9%, Qantas up 06 
CPU in the tech space up 0.8 of a percent, although the tech space generally was a little bit lacklustre. WiseTech only up 0.2 and Zero up 0.2. The Alltech index up 0.3 of a percent. In corporate news today, Genesis Minerals has been renegotiating the deal with St. Barbara, and as a result, they're raising 450 million in two tranches to buy the Leonora gold assets from St. Barbara. They're doing that at $1.15, which is a slight premium to the last closing price. West Farmers CEO also selling down a few shares, around $9 million worth of shares. They were down 0.2% today. And that Karoon announcement rounding out the biggest announcements of the day, with the exception of Bank of Queensland, which came out with a pre-results result. And uh, they fell 0.9 of a percent on the back of that, some $200 million in write-downs there on some goodwill and a bit of an embarrassing analyst call where that CEO seemed to cut all the analysts off when it was time for questions. Nothing in the economic front today. Asian markets mostly firmer, 10-year yields up to 3.31%. In the headlines today, the winners for Grinners. Let's run through the winners for Grinners today. We had A4N, a stock we talked about on the call the other day, up 10.2% today uh, to $1.03, 3 million shares traded. Red 5, RED in the gold space, up 9.6% today on 27 million shares. Uh, TIE also doing well today. That's Tito Minerals. Uh, They were up uh, 8.2% to 79 cents. RPL, well, that was one of the winners today, but I'm not really counting that. Regal Partners up nearly 7% today, but only on 26,000 shares. Lots of ones and two share lots trading there. So the computer programs in there uh, doing their thing. ABB, Aussie Broadband, also doing well today. They were up 6.1%. Westcold, also doing well, up 6.1% too. Silver Lake doing well too, up 6%. SLR, they traded 8 million shares. And Alchem, up 5.4%, 4 million shares traded. AKE, the stock code there. In the loser's corner, let's go to the naughty corner and run through those today. Well, the naughtiest of naughty children today, KAR Karoon, falling 5.4% today, down to $2.26, 5 million shares traded. Talga, also having a little bit of a day of profit taken. They did have a pretty good run yesterday, down 4.6%. Wham Leaders Fund as well. Jeff Wilson raising a heap of money there to uh, grow the size of his fund and, uh, of course, grow the size of the pie for him in terms of the fees. Always good, down 4.4%. Terracom, T-E-R, down 4.4%. Jumbo Interactive, down 4.1%. I saw a research piece this morning out from Macquarie and Jumbo, uh, bemoaning the fact there haven't been too many decent uh, jackpots. And GRR, Grange Resources, following up the rear, down at 3.5% there. Positive sectors today were gold, lithium, banks, oil and gas. Negative sectors, coal. We had the big bank basket rallying to $173.80, up 0.9. The Alltech index up 0.4 of a percent. Gold in Aussie dollar terms, steady at $3,011, up only a couple of bucks in Aussie dollar terms. Bitcoin higher to $30,762 US dollars a fund token. 
The Aussie dollar just hovering below 68, 67.79. Yields stronger at the moment. Those 10-year yields uh, that we are seeing in our market, uh, they are around 3.31%, 3 3.32% just updated now on my screen, uh, up uh, five basis points today. So a little bit stronger on the yield front. Asian markets better. Japan uh, was up around 1.1, China up 0.3, and Hong Kong pretty flat. Currently, Dow Futures down 77 points, NASDAQ down 13 points. I suspect Dow Futures a little bit easier because of Boeing news. They've had to suspend some production because they just can't get the staff or the parts. So maybe that's weighing a little bit more on the Dow. European markets are expected to open around 0.3% higher. Looking at some of the major movers and shakers today, IGO did well today. They're up 5.3%. They did announce a deal with Wailu on uh, battery materials in WA, building a processing plant there. And we had Domino's up 4.5%. Stuart Roberts from Pitt Street Research was on Ausbiz today talking about the growth profile of Domino's. Maybe that helped them. 40X stock we wrote about this morning in Henry's Take, up 16.3%. That uh, is one of the Penguin stocks that I pointed out. Once one contract gets signed, you tend to start to see more as people get more comfortable with the technology. XRF uh, was up 11.6% on a quarterly trading report. And uh, they do um, software and devices for... Measuring uh, specialized chemicals, instruments for scientific, analytical, and construction materials, and the mining industry as well. Reese Pharmaceutical, 23% up today. A bit of a delayed response to that Family 4 patent granted. ERA sinking into irrelevance as they raise a heap of money for more remediation uh, funds for Ranger up in the Northern Territory. Cadence, there's a blast from the past. Carl Siegling, CDM, down nearly 5% today. Their investment update is a bit disappointing, to say the least. I'm not sure Carl has got his eye on the ball just at the moment. Uh, Jumbo, down 4.1%. And Megaport, uh, down 2.7%. They did have a good day yesterday. Bit of book squaring, perhaps, in front of the weekend. And Neuron Pharmaceutical, down 2.7%. Same applies there. Nothing in the spect speculative stock of the day since today on any kind of volume. But looking at the big stories in corporate land today, the Bank of Queensland, they announced the pre-result result, result uh, announced a $200 million goodwill write-down on its 2007 acquisition of Home Building Society. 2007. That is 16 years ago it's taken them to write off the $200 million goodwill. And a $60 million risk management program will be reflected in its results. It means the statutory first half net profit will be $4 million instead of 212 last year. They're also expecting a lower dividend from $0.22 cents to $0.20. Cents. Karoon have a lowered production guidance to the bottom end of the range today due to the extended shutdown of Baonu production due to ongoing maintenance issues. Nickel Industries, NIC, has announced a $400 million capital raise in the corporate bond market. The notes pay a huge coupon of 11.25%. Well, that's expensive money. And will be listed on the Singapore Stock Exchange. Genesis Minerals, $450 million placement at $1.15 to fund the purchase of St. Barbara's Leonora gold assets. IGO, given approval by the WA government for battery material facility to be located in 
Quinana in Rockingham with a feasibility study expected to be conducted by mid-2024. And in economic news today, we did have some news out today on the causes of death in Australia. And you won't be surprised to learn that heart disease was the leading, leading cause of death. Suicide, the 15th leading, leading cause of death. And there were only two deaths from influenza, which was a record low. And even the rate of alcohol-induced deaths was the highest in 10 years. In Asian markets, China is expected to achieve around 5% economic growth this year as the property market improves, according to the governor of the People's Bank of China, Wai Gang. And Japan has approved plans for its first gambling casino ever in Osaka, opening doors by the end of the decade. Things really do move quickly in Japan, don't they? And the People's Bank of China governor, again, Yi Jiang, uh, is going to be meeting at the Federal Reserve Chair Jerome Powell in Washington uh, this week for the first one-on-one talk since 2020. Last time they met, they had a 17-minute conversation on the phone just ahead of the emergency pandemic rate cut that the U.S. Federal Reserve put in place. Tonight, of course, it is all about U.S. bank reporting season, and we do see J.P. Morgan numbers tonight. Look out for earnings around $3.41 a share. 29.7 higher than a year earlier. Revenue of 36.24. And it's all happening in Beijing. There must be a special on with uh, airfares, particularly cheap at the moment to Beijing because the German foreign minister is in Beijing for a three-day meeting. So there's going to be plenty of fawning there from the Germans. And the Brazilian president is also in Beijing as well. Going to be a big night in Beijing for the visiting dignitaries. And the U.S. has arrested a 21-year-old for the most recent Pentagon security leak. I was reading that apparently 3 million Americans have security access and clearance to top-secret documents. That's 1% of the population. That seems a lot. And Bernard Arnault, the world's richest person, is now really streaking away from Elon Musk. His fortune this week was up 12 billion US dollars to 210 billion. So we're buying around five Twitters if he was dumb enough to tweet that. Elon Musk is worth around 180 billion. I almost feel a bit sorry for him. Uh, Bernie owns around 48%. That's Bernie and his family own around 48% of LVMH and Luxury is well and truly back. One of the big winners this year. Luxury goods companies Hermes has just come out in Europe as well. They look pretty good. And French protesters have stormed the LVMH headquarters. And Boeing says the deliveries of 737 MAX jets will be held up by a production issue. They seem to have lost one of the crucial parts in transit. Anyway, that's it from me today. Thanks very much for listening. Have a great night. Have a great weekend. And, of course, we'll be back again on Monday to do it all again. (laughs) 